people who are using opioids are using it because they have trauma and, and uh, they're, they're suffering uh, and, and they need opioids for relief. Right. And, and so really what we're doing is uh, 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 treating uh, their psychological pain. So it's actually in my practice, it's, it's good for uh, uh, any uh, psychological problem that I've encountered. Hi, this is Dr. Ross Carter with the Regenerative Warrior Show. Today, I would like to uh, welcome our special guest, Dr. Frederick Schiffer. Welcome to the show today. Hello. Hi. Thanks for coming on. So today we're going to do some, we're going to talk about, I guess, neurology. Is that about, uh, about where we're going to go? Psychology, neurology. Uh, yeah. Uh, the interface between psychology and neurology. Yeah. Excellent. So you actually uh, have been in this field for quite a while. Isn't that yeah, correct? That's how long, right. How long have you been doing this? Uh, I, I finished uh, my residency at McLean in 1978. Wow. Okay. So I've, I've been around for a while, probably before you were born. I wish that was true. I, I, was, I was born in 69. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was still a child, though. <laughs> So, and, and you have uh, an interesting theory that uh, I wanted to bring, uh, to talk about on this show. Can you, can you elaborate a little bit about how, uh, what you came up with? Uh, yes. Uh, when I was a uh, young psychiatrist, uh, I didn't see a lot of uh, is and egos. Uh, I understood what that meant, but uh, in, with working with patients, uh, I, I saw something different that that uh, other people weren't reporting, and that was that the patients seemed to have two different personalities. Okay, one that was troubled and immature, and then as they got better, they became a, a sort of a different personality. They were more mature, and then if they regressed, they had some stress, and they would regress. They they would go into that immature personality again. And I came up with this uh, uh, theory that uh, maybe we're of two minds. And, and, um, and then uh, I, I was um, uh, uh, rereading the uh, split brain studies. Uh, and these are studies that were uh, done in the 1960s. Uh, actually, the first were done around 1940, but mm -hmm. they, they won the Nobel Prize. And, and, uh, and essentially, uh, what um, uh, this was about was that the, uh, people who had uh, uh, intractable epilepsy, their lives were uh, completely disrupted by the epilepsy, and so they uh, proposed a radical surgical approach where they cut the connection between the two halves of the brain. The brain is sort of like a walnut. Yes. It's wrinkled and has two halves connected by a stem. 
And the stem right. is called the corpus callosum, and it's about this big. And uh, so uh, in, in these uh, surgeries, they uh, severed the corpus callosum uh, uh, with the idea that the seizure wouldn't uh, involve the whole brain and, and would uh, die down. And it turned out that it was effective with the, the seizures. Right. But, but uh, what it showed was that after uh, the, the procedure, uh, the left hand wanted to smoke and the right hand would put the cigarette out. Oh. That, that the person had two different minds. Wow. And, and, um, uh, and, and the eyes are connected to the brain in an interesting way, so that if you show something to the left hand of the person, it only, uh, in split brain people, it goes to the right brain. Okay. In, in normal people, it goes to the right brain, and then it goes to the corpus callosum to the left brain. So, so I, I can see this uh, in both my brains at, at my my left hand. Okay, uh, but in a split brain patient, uh, if he put his left hand up here, he could only see it with his right uh, brain. And uh, if if uh, I, I uh, held something up. Um, um, you know, telephone uh, right. uh, over here, and and um, and I had a, uh, and this is what uh, uh, Roger Sperry, who won the Nobel Prize, did, uh, and and he would show a picture, and then have a box of items, and and with the uh, left hand, which is connected to the right brain, uh, only the right brain saw it, and so the person who you're talking to is actually in the left brain. Only the left brain, speech is in the left brain. Oh, okay. And, and uh, so the person says, I can't see it. I, I, uh, and uh, so uh, they ask him to reach with his right hand connected to his speaking left brain into a box of items and pick out the one that he saw. And he has no idea what to pick out. Hey, this is Dr. Ross Carter again. Listen, um, if you're a doctor or a medical professional or interested in adding exosomes to your practice, or if you're actually a potential patient who's interested in exosomes, I want you to listen. Now, the company that we're recommending, I have a, an agreement with. Basically, I refer them business. Now, I would rather, if you're getting exosomes, make sure to get it from an actual company and not a distributor. So I'm not you know, doing it that way. Basically, I'm just referring you to them. If, but if I do refer them to you or you to them, basically what you'll get is not only will you get product from them uh, at the best price you can get, but you'll also get an additional bonus of free uh, amniotic exosome products as well. So, so what that means is if you order uh, the uh, the placental exosomes, the MSC exosomes, you'll get in addition for free amniotic ex uh, exosomes absolutely free. So if you're using amniotic exosomes, you're already paying for those. And so you get a you get a vial of those for free with with purchase of the MSC exosomes. And hopefully you see the, the, the difference in the value by now. If you're a patient and considering this and you think, hey, I'd like to do this procedure. Um, all you got to do is you can contact me and I'll, I'll send you places that could be close to you. So here's how to contact me. Just go to my, just send me an email at drrosscarter at gmail.com. That's D-R-R-O-S-S-C-A-R-T-E-R -S -S -E at gmail.com. Or you can call or text me at 
1231. That's 561-962-1231. So either email me or text me or call me. It's just best to email or text me and I can get back with you with that information. So if you're considering this, uh, let me, uh, you know, be the reference point and it, it helps to support the show. Obviously, uh, I get a little uh, a benefit if I refer you. So um, I want to be transparent about that. So please support the show and email or text me and I can get you connected and give you the best prices. Plus, a special is you're going to get additional amniotic fluid exosomes for free. Can't beat that. So uh, I hope you uh, continue to enjoy the show. Uh, I'll let it continue. Here you go. Uh, with, with his left hand, he goes right in, picks up the phone, and just, you know, and, and what it means is that the right hemisphere is mute, but it's intelligent. And it, under, it speaks English. It understands the, the command. It understands what a telephone is. You can show uh, pictures of individuals. Yes. Uh, and... Um, in, in one study, they showed a picture of a nude over here, okay. uh, and and the patient uh, started laughing. It was a woman, and uh, uh, and they asked her uh, why she was laughing. Now they showed it to the left visual field, so the the speaking hemisphere yes. uh, said, uh, uh, "You've got a funny machine, doctor." In other words, it was a confabulation. I had no idea what, what, why she was laughing. Right. And um, what happened was Roger Sperry showed a Playboy nude uh, on the in the right visual field. And and the woman thought that, you know, it was very funny because uh, Roger Sperry is, this, you know, very uh, uh, proper uh, uh, Caltech uh, scientist. And right. and and, uh, uh, <laughs> and so. The, the right brain in, in a number of studies, you know, can uh, uh, understand humor. And, uh, uh, but what we saw here is that the two hemispheres are intelligent and they're two different minds. And, uh, and, and this sort of uh, uh, gets forgotten. And, and, uh, and it's sort of thought that in normal people, uh, this doesn't happen at all. Uh, that we're all integrated and we're one mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I was reading a, a, a German study mm -hmm. uh, by a, a, a scientist uh, named Werner Witt Wittling. And, um, and he was uh, pur purporting to show movies that were upsetting. I think they were of people getting ECT. Okay. Uh, to, to one hemisphere or the other. And uh, and uh, to me, it seemed that well, hey, you can't do that with a normal person because they have this corpus callosum. And, right. Uh, but it turns out that uh, he was getting different responses depending on uh, which side he was showing it to. Okay. And so uh, um, I read his procedure, and it was very complicated. He was tracking eye movements and masking a computer screen. And after I read it several times, I right. figured out that what he was doing was sort of what Sperry did. And he, he, he was showing the movie, the one visual field or the other. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that he could stimulate one hemisphere or the other. And, and uh, at McLean, we, we've uh, done about uh, 
uh, uh, 16 controlled experiments that we've published in peer-reviewed journals on this. Okay. Uh, and and uh, so I, I figured uh, I couldn't, on my budget, I couldn't afford his eye-tracking equipment, but I figured I could go like this. It would do the same thing. Right. <laughs> and uh, so I tried it, and I didn't have any response. Okay. Uh, I do now. Uh, year, years later, I, I uh, began to respond to it, but I, uh, I didn't have any response, but I figured I would try it for the office. It was mm -hmm. easy to do. So the first patient was a Vietnam vet. Right. And, uh, and he, he goes like, like this, and, he, and he, his face screws up. He says, that plant behind you looks like the jungle. Okay. And, and uh, he was a Purple Heart veteran with, with uh, you know, four tours and with the Marines. And, and uh, I said, try the other side. And he, he smiled and he said, no, it's a nice looking plant. And I had uh, several, you know, uh, patients respond that day like that. And it, it was absolutely amazing. And I wrote a book about it. Yes. And the name of the book is what? Uh, the book is called Of Two Minds, The Revolutionary Science of Dual Brain Psychology. Gotcha. gotcha. It's the best theory that you've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The revolution never happened. Uh, but we have more, um, uh, you know, we've been studying this for 30 years. And... Um, and uh, we have a breakthrough uh, technology now that I think will make this uh, a convincing uh, hypothesis. And, and, and uh, so tell us about the technology. Okay. So initially, uh, I just had people wear tape goggles or use their hands or right. an envelope. Uh, and, and they had really remarkable responses. And, and, and this is described in. Uh, a, a number of uh, pay, published uh, papers. Uh, you can find them on PubMed or, or uh, Google Scholar. Uh, 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 and um, mm -hmm. we also did um, uh, an fMRI study uh, of uh, seven people from our lab. Okay. And what we found was that um, uh, uh, I, it's a beautiful picture. I, I wish I could uh, show it to you here. Uh, but uh, when the person looked to, to the right, his left brain became lit up pretty much throughout. His right brain looked like uh, New York in a, in a blackout. <laughs> and, uh, and then he looks at the other side, and, and the opposite occurs. In other words, his right brain uh, uh, lights up, and his left brain becomes uh, dark. Now, it's not that his left brain uh, you know, wasn't alive or wasn't functioning. But uh, it's a relative activity that 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 uh, uh, you know showed uh, uh, a, a huge difference between uh, the activity, the fMRI activity, which measures blood flow in the brain. So the the uh, the uh, brain that's looking at one visual field actually is different. And and, and what uh, I I found in about eighty percent of patients. Uh, was that they would feel uh, a, a, a different level um, uh, of anxiety, uh, uh, depending on which side they were looking at. And the okay. side that was negative uh, was uh, consistent for them. Uh, 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 but 
it could be either the left or right. I, I thought initially all the bad stuff would be in the right brain. That yeah. turned out not to be true. Okay. And, and um, uh, uh, there's a treatment for depression called transcranial magnetic stimulation. And it's always given to the left forehead. Okay. And, and the reason is that there's a, a common wisdom that left is good and, and right's bad in terms of the hemispheres. Okay. It turns out not to be true. And we published two studies uh, and uh, with, uh, we gave the patient the goggles and, and those who felt better when they looked to the right, meaning that their left brain was positive, uh, uh, they did well with this treatment. It was a two-week uh, treatment, and we followed them up, and they did uh, very well. The, the people who felt worse when they looked to the right than the left uh, did very poorly. Right. Uh, and um, uh, so I couldn't get anybody, any of these uh, uh, TMS uh, leaders, uh, to uh, simulate the, the right hemisphere. Uh -huh. uh, in appropriate people. And um, uh, so I, I was looking for an, another way of uh, simulating the uh, hemisphere aside from the uh, goggles, because the goggles were sort of goofy right. and, and, uh, and didn't you know, go over with, with the academy. So um, I called, uh, it was just a cold call to the Wellman Center at MGH. Right. Uh, that's uh, the premier Harvard uh, medical hospital. And they have a, uh, uh, a division uh, uh, called the Wellman Center for Photomedicine. And it's uh, uh, devoted to uh, 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 using light uh, in, in therapeutic uh, uh, ways. And, uh, and eventually I got to uh, 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 Professor Michael Hamlin, who's a, a leader in uh, pho photo uh, medicine, and and uh, and it turns out that he was interested uh, in in using it. Um, he had been using it uh, to treat uh, uh, traumatic brain injuries with with uh, 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 Dr. Nesser uh, from yep. VA, and. Um, so we did the first study of using uh, near-infrared light uh, on the head. Uh, we had just a pilot study of 10 people, and we got fantastic results. Uh, uh, <coughs> um, but um, uh, I, I wanted to use it in my practice, and so uh, I, I discussed it with colleagues and, and uh, uh, and uh, and also another of other groups had confirmed my findings. Okay. And um, so uh, so I started using uh, uh, this light here, which uh, uh, this is the, the control box, and, and uh, turned on here, and and um, uh, this will turn red, and and. It uh, has a computer fan and a heat sink uh, to keep it cool. And you just put it on the forehead like this. Okay. And um, uh, <clears throat> I do it every morning. I, I, I think I get cognitive enhancement from it. And so, so tell me, so that light is, is doing what? What is it? Okay. Uh, uh, it's, uh, this is a near-infrared light. Okay, near-infrared light. It goes through the skull. Okay. The brain. That's why I 
shows it. Right. That it it uh, 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 goes through the skull into the brain. And, and there's a large literature on it. There are right. about 1,200 papers uh, in just in the last four years on uh, uh, photobiomodulation. And so you're and, doing that on just one side or are you doing that on both? Okay, I'm just doing it on one side. And there's a reason for that. Yes, because uh, uh, one side is healthy and the other side has the symptoms. And so if I have either the person look with the goggles or with the light, uh, if I stimulate the negative hemisphere, which would, on me would be this side, uh, now I don't have a, a, a very negative response. There, one side is better than the other. Okay. Uh, but I don't, I don't, you know, get, get uh, anxious or PTSD. But so, uh, uh, with, with a patient who's, uh, uh, using um, uh, drugs, uh, they'll get cravings on, on the negative side. Uh, and, and, and they'll go away. A patient can come in with cravings and uh, I'll, I'll treat their positive side and the cravings go away. And we have two random contr randomized controlled studies. Cravings uh, for what? I'm sorry? Cravings for what? Uh, opioids. Okay, so this is so, so somebody that has a problem with opioid addiction. Yes. And so you're using this, uh, this, um, this red light, this, um, it's near infrared light, near infrared light. Mm -hmm. It's in it, and it stimulates the bad part of the brain where, where you're having problems. No, no, it actually, it simulates the good part. Okay, so it stimulates, it's actually enhancing the good part, not, and we're ignoring the bad part. And that yeah. helps with the cravings for opioids. Uh, it, it it helps uh, 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 tremendously. That in in uh, uh, the first study, uh, they got one treatment with either sham uh, or uh, one week was sham, and the, and the other week was active. Uh, the active treatment uh, had a fifty one percent decrease in, in cravings. That's amazing. So yeah. is, is, and the shame group had a very small uh, uh, decrease. And uh, is, is it study. It was a 75% decrease. Okay. In cravings. Got it. And, and, and they're both highly uh, significant statistically. And, and is it uh, just for opioids or have you found it effective? No, no it's actually good for... Um, uh, uh, in other words, people who are using opioids are using it because they have trauma and, and uh, they're, they're suffering uh, and, and they need opioids for relief. Right. And, and so really what we're doing is uh, 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 treating uh, their psychological pain. So it's actually in my practice, it's, it's good for uh, uh, any uh, a psychological problem that I've encountered. And, and uh, uh, now there, there are about 20% of patients who don't respond to this. Sure. Uh, and, uh, but uh, in 55%, there are amazing responses where yeah. a person will come in with a craving of like uh, 10 and, and it goes down to, you know, to two or zero. And uh, how long does it take? Uh, you begin to get a response in a, two and a half minutes and it's a four minute treatment. Okay. So it's a four minute treatment. You're just putting a, a light on the strong area of the brain. 
Right. And you've already tested the person to determine which side is the problematic That's right. based on just visual. Uh, visual. Uh, yeah, we also have a computerized test. For okay, it. computer will do it. I, I wanted to get away from the goggles, but it's, okay. it's a similar right. sort of thing. Um, uh, right. Uh, it, well, that's fantastic. And so, um, so if someone, uh, wh wh where are you located? In Newton, Massachusetts. Gotcha. So this is a, is a, is a service that could be very helpful for many different conditions, right? Um, not just opioid addictions. And you're basically stimulating the stronger part of the brain to kind of right. override. Right. Right. I got it. Got and and, and I, I should also mention that near-infrared light uh, is known to do really good things to the brain. Yes. Uh, uh, now, whether that's the reason that we're getting this response or not, I don't know. You got but, it. But it decreases inflammation, increases blood flow, yeah. uh, increases uh, uh, nerve uh, growth factors, uh, and it has no known side effects. That's awesome. That's yeah. right. Wonderful. So if someone who is experiencing some challenges is listening um, mm -hmm. and they want to get in touch with you, what would they need to do? Uh, give me a phone call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what would that number be? You can find me on the internet. Uh, and uh, How do they uh, find you? Uh, well, my name is Fred Schiffer, S-C-H-I-F-F-E-R. Yes. Uh, and um, uh, you have a website? Uh uh, it's a uh, newtonpsychiatrist.com uh, okay. or psychiatrist in Newton. I actually, I don't, I, I can't even remember it. It's a, and, and it's, a, it's not a, a good name for, um, uh, I, I think it's a psychiatrist in Newton. So we'll basically just do a search on your name. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And that'll find you. Yeah. Perfect. Excellent. And um, so, so, Basically, if somebody wants to find, we'll do a search um, for you and they can um, and you, you can talk to them and see if this might be uh, something that can help them. Can, can, can someone call you and you kind of give them an idea if this might be a, the right fit for them? Yeah. Yeah. Generally, um, if, uh, you know, they take uh, uh, an envelope and, and and look at one side and the other side, and I'll ask uh, how anxious you feel, and uh, uh, and so if if they feel uh, uh, six on one side and two on the other, uh, mm. they're probably a good candidate. Oh, okay. They don't feel any difference. Uh, uh, probably not. Uh, although uh, there are exceptions, there are people who who don't respond to that test and right. and, and respond to the light uh, and. Um, uh, uh, probably the, the best test is to, you know, come in and, and sure. try it on both sides. But not everybody's uh, close to you. So it, it would yeah. be good to know an easy test they could do at home. Yeah. You get a, uh, if, if you get um, uh, an electric bill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Electric bills are perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And, and now that, now the trick is you don't do this. In other words, if you look at the whole eye, it doesn't work. Okay. That goes to both uh, hemispheres. Okay. You have to move it over so it's half the eye. Now I can still see you, but I'm looking out half my eye. Okay. And then compare that with look at looking out half of this eye, and again, not not the whole eye. Or, or it won't work. 
Okay. Uh, Perfect. That's easy to do. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, Doc, uh, thank you for that information. It's fascinating. I've never heard about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, makes me want to do some tests on myself and see uh, <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> well, fantastic. Well, Dr. Dr. Sheffer, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Okay. And, um, and uh, hopefully if the audience, if they are interested in um, learning more, they can, they can contact you mm-hmm. and go from there. Okay. Great. All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Doc. It was a pleasure meet, uh, meeting and uh, talking to you today. Thank you. Great. Bye-bye. Bye.